Thanks so much for joining us and for tuning in to the Steeple Church podcast. Our hope as you listen in is that you might encounter Jesus, hear and receive his love, and be encouraged and empowered by his spirit to be and bring life and love to one another and to the other in your world. If you would like to get in touch with us or keep up to date with what's happening in and through the life of Steeple Church, please jump on to our website at steeplechurch.com.au or follow us on the socials via Facebook or Instagram at steeple.church. We're looking forward to meeting you one day soon, but in the meantime, enjoy the message. Bless you, fam. So welcome back, everybody. First Sunday of the year. Very exciting. And um, in the most untypical way, I wanted to, I guess, reflect and, and give us an opportunity to reset for the year. And I was reading a lot um, in the passage, John chapter 14 to John chapter 16. Uh, and I encourage you to read it later um, because there's a lot in there. And I had an idea in my head and I had some thoughts and I was practicing them on Mitch yesterday and it wasn't coming out right at all. And I was like, this is wonderful. I have, I've been learning this stuff, but I actually can't, I can't get it out. It made really logical sense in my head. Anyway, and then I'm reading through um, these chapters again, and I was struck on John chapter 14, verse 25 to 26. And it says, this is Jesus to the disciples, these things I have spoken to you while being present with you, but the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. And I'd never, I mean, I know I've read that before, but I hadn't, I hadn't really thought about it. I was like, this is really cool. The Holy Spirit will remind us of what we do know, and he will teach us what we don't know. And it seemed very simple at that point. The Holy Spirit will remind us of what we do know and teach us what we don't know. And as I'm, I'm reflecting, I felt God, I felt the Holy Spirit say, what, what do you know, Naomi? You've been, you've been unpacking this. I've been teaching you stuff. What do you know? And so I just want to take us together on a journey of what I've been learning, and I hope it'll be encouraging for you guys. So what do we know? And you'll be able to see it later, but the, the drawing down there is two ring, uh, three rings. There's an inner one, and it's a swirly line. It's got little gaps in it. That's God. And I'm like, okay, God. And then the outside is greeny blue, and that's Jesus. And then there's a goldy yellow squiggle intertwining all of them. And if you really think about it, I, well, I was pretty proud of this. I'm like, this is pretty clever because it kind of looks like the earth because you've got the lava center, then you've got the earth, and then you've got the atmosphere. But I'm looking at it as Father, Son, and Spirit. And I'm thinking, what do I know? What do I know? God is the Father. He is the creator of all. He is worthy of all praise, all glory. He is God. He is Father. He created the universe. All right, I know this. Cool, cool. All right, so next, Jesus. Okay, what do I know about Jesus? And there's, obviously there's many things. But for me, Jesus... 
is a friend. Jesus is the friend of sinner, sinners, sinner, me, sinner, and he brings change. All right, cool. All right, Jesus, and then our, Jesus the radical is what I've called him. So, you know, being friends of sinners is kind of not cool, especially back in the day. And he brings change. And then we have the spirit. Spirit, the helper that brings life. We've got these three facets of who God is, these three people of who God is, each different. And I was thinking about it, and I don't know how I can still be learning more about the gift of salvation because it seems so straightforward. We were sinners. Christ died. God sent Christ. Christ died for us so that we can have a relationship with him. What a wonderful gift of love. And as I was reading about the Holy Spirit in John 14 and 16, and Jesus keeps saying, I'm going to send the helper, I'm going to send the helper. And I was like, oh my goodness, the gift just keeps giving. God sends Jesus because he wants to be in relationship with us. So God the Father, creator of all, sends Jesus the friend, the one that brings change to save us. And it says also in John 14, 16 and many other places, if you love me, if you love Jesus, you'll obey me. So we say, yes, we believe. And then we go, okay, I'm going to try and be like Jesus. And that's where I, this, I know this, but I was blown away. I'm like, oh, the gift keeps giving because God, Jesus gave the Holy Spirit so that we can be like Jesus, so that we can bring God glory. We can be in relationship with him. It's a full circle gift. God has given all of it so that we can give it back to him. And I'm mulling this around and I'm going, my goodness, like I'm going to be forever learning until I'm like ancient. But what do I know? I know that God is the father creator of all. I know that he has given of himself a friend, a helper, life to bring change. That's what I know. So with your sticky notes... I want you on the yellow one to write, what is your purpose? You can keep it brief. It's fine. What is your purpose? Generally in life, you can, if you want to put purposes to breed, that's fine. If you, um, I was in two minds about whether to bring this up, but if, scratch who said it, but what is the chief end of man to glorify God (laughs) and to know him? I'm going to paraphrase that. To be friends with God and bring him glory. That's the Naomi version. And on the blue sticky note, I want you to write, Who do you want to become? So yellow slash green is what is your purpose? And blue is who do you want to become? 
for me, and this is not me being, you know, cliche Christian answer, this is as I'm reflecting on what do I know, because there's so much I don't know. And I look at that verse that we started with, John 14, 25 to 28. The Holy Spirit, the helper, whom the Father will send in my name, Jesus' name, the friend, the change maker, he will teach you all things and remind you of all that I am, all that Jesus is. And I was remembering all of that, all that God is, and I go, well, my purpose? There's so many things that I could put my purposes, but ultimately, it's to glorify God. That's my purpose. How on earth do I do that? By becoming more like Jesus. So who do I want to become? Like Jesus. I want to become the fullest version of who he's created to me to be. I want to be more like Jesus. And that's all lovely, but it's pretty impossible for me to become like Jesus when I'm in this world. Yes, Jesus has conquered death. He's conquered sin. And I have salvation in his name. But it is only by the Spirit, the helper, the one that brings life, that I, that I can actually become like Jesus. And so I want to go further on um, in John, to John chapter 16, starting at verse 5. And Jesus says, But now I go away to him who sent me, and none of you ask me, where are you going? But because I have said these things to you, sorrow has filled your heart. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For I do not go away. For if I do not go away, the helper, the Holy Spirit, will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. And when the Holy Spirit has come, he will convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. Of sin, because they do not believe in me. Of righteousness, because I go to my Father and you see me no more. Of judgment, because the ruler of this world is judged. I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. However, when he, the spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth. For he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will tell you things to come. He will glorify me, for he will take of what is mine and declare it to you. All things that the Father has are mine. Therefore, I said that he will take of mine and declare it to you. There's two feelings I have when reading that. One is, thank you. Well, both are thank you, Lord, but in different, different ways. Thank you, Lord, is the first one because, okay, Jesus is not like right here and I can't just like mimic everything he does, but we have the Holy Spirit who is going to guide us in all truth. He points us back to Jesus. He is of Jesus. So therefore, we can live like Jesus, Jesus through the Spirit. And that, that is, that's good news because I, I need that. I need, I need help. I assume everyone needs help. I know I really, really need help to live like Jesus. 
And the other thank you, God, is that it's not my responsibility to convict people. It's not my responsibility to go, Eman, I'm sorry, but you're walking in sin. Actually, it's my responsibility to disciple and be a part of a community that talks and engages with the word, who encourages each other to be open to the spirit. But it's not my responsibility to go, you're walking in sin, because quite frankly, I'm still learning, I'm still growing, I'm still being guided in truth. And so the Holy Spirit, it's what Jesus says, guides the world, convicts the world of sin, brings the world into righteousness and of judgment. The Holy Spirit, God, is the one who does this. And that is a big, like, whew, because it means we can focus on relationship with God and each other. It means that we can freely talk or try to freely talk and explore and unpack what it is to be a Christian, what it is to live a life of the Spirit. And we let the Spirit do his thing because that's what he does. He is the helper and he brings life. He reminds us of what we know and he teaches us what we do not know. What we know, well, what I know, can't assume what you know, is that God is love. He created the world. He created me. He created you. He sent Jesus because he wants to be our friend. He wants us to be able to glorify him and honour him. And he sent the helper because he knows we cannot do that on our own. We, we can't walk in truth. We can't keep learning truth if we don't have the Spirit helping us. It goes on, verse 23 in chapter 16. And in that day you will ask me nothing. Most assured, assuredly, I say to you, whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give you. And this, this one stuck me. Until now you have asked nothing in my name. Ask and you will receive that your joy may be full. I've always been puzzled by that, ask and you will receive. Ask anything and you will receive. Especially, I guess, growing up in the church, I think, ooh, okay, I really want that Barbie with the pregnant belly that detaches with the little baby in it. I actually got that, but um, still have it too. But that's not, that's not the point. And I kept her hair really nice. It's still shiny. I didn't let my little sisters play with it. Anyway, but that, I don't think that's the point. And I think, I think it clicked for me a bit this week as I was mulling over this, that the Holy Spirit is a gift, just like salvation. Some people accept the gift of salvation and some people don't. Therefore, the Holy Spirit's a gift, so we can accept it or we don't have to accept it. But then there, I feel like there's another layer um, with the Spirit. It's like I give Eman, I'm sorry, but you're right there. I give Eman a gift, and it's a beautiful rose-scented moisturizer. <laughs> and he buys it. Um, he buys it. He accepts it because I've given it to him. I put a lot of thought into it, and it would be rude not to. But he's not going to use it. So he just kind of puts it in the cupboard. He's not unlocking the full potential of the rose-scented moisturiser so that he has beautiful, smooth skin. And I feel like the Holy Spirit's a bit like this. We, we have it, and we probably all know that the Holy Spirit is real. But we're not, we're not 
unlocking, we're not harnessing the full power of the Holy Spirit. Like the Holy Spirit's not going anywhere. He's here. He's floating. If you look at that, he's, you know, the atmosphere for want of a better analogy. But are we unlocking the full potential of what the Holy Spirit can do? The Holy Spirit does miracles. He casts out demons. He makes the the blind see. The Holy Spirit is God. He can do all. And he lives in us. Are we unlocking the full potential of the Holy Spirit in our life? Are we open to the full potential of the Holy Spirit in our life? Because the funny thing is, like, being reminded of what I do know, that's comforting. It is comforting to remember how God has worked in my life before. It is comforting to remember that God is love. It is comforting to know that he brings joy in the sorrow and all these things. What's scary and not comforting to me is that he's going to teach me things I don't know. Because how's he going to teach me? He's taught me things before and that wasn't fun. How is he going to teach me new things I don't know? I, I, I really do find that scary. It's exciting when you look back in hindsight. So my question for you is, are you open to the way the Spirit could and can move in your life in 2023? Are you open? I don't know how he's going to move. I don't know. I don't know. It could be really amazingly wonderful. It could be really, really scary. But we know that God works all things together for the good of those who love him. We know that, and he says it in in these chapters, that there will be, and I mean, different contexts, but just as Jesus was persecuted, his disciples will be persecuted. Jesus wasn't preaching some lovey-dovey thing. Otherwise, why would he have been crucified? The people, the, the same God killed him because his message was radical. Jesus, the radical, the friend of sinners. Are you open to the change that the Holy Spirit can and will bring in your life? Are you open to being taught what you don't know? Are you open? So on the last sticky note, the pink one, I was hoping for orange, doing a bit of colour therapy. Orange is inspiring. But on the pink one, I want you to write, and I'll get someone to play some kind of music if possible. I want you to write the posture that you are going to take for 2023. What posture are you going to take in 2023? It doesn't, you don't have to write the goody two-shoes answer, and I shouldn't call it that. You might have a posture of hesitancy, and that's all right. You might have a posture of extreme adventure. You might have a posture of obedience, of curiosity. Maybe it's a posture you aspire to be. Maybe the posture you take is, Holy Spirit, help me have a posture of openness. Help me have a posture of teachability. Help me have a posture of consistency. What posture are you going to take this year? Are you open to what the Holy Spirit can do in your life?
take your time. If you have finished writing, feel free to come up with your sticky notes and looks great, kids, and place it on our artwork. Our artwork that depicts through the eyes of kids the different seasons, the different happenings of life. Father, Son and Spirit in every single aspect of our life. What is your purpose? Who do you want to become? And what is your posture for this year? So in your own time, you can sit and reflect, you can keep them for yourself or feel free to place them on our artwork. Let's pray. Lord, thank you that you are God of so much love that you give us gift and gift and gift. Thank you that you gave us the Spirit, the Helper, to remind us of all you are, of all that you've taught us so far, and to teach us of new things of who you are. Help us to be open to the way that you're leading us, the way that you're wanting us to posture ourselves this year. Help us to keep coming back to you, to keep being reminded of who you are so that we can keep stepping forward in the new. Help us to remember that we're not doing it on our own. We don't have to do any of it on our own. You're right here with us. Spirit, helping us, teaching us, leading us so that we can glorify you in every aspect of our life. Amen. Thanks again for tuning in to the Steeple Church podcast. We hope you were encouraged as you listened in. As I said at the top of the podcast, we loved having and hosting you in this way, but we'd love to hear from you and pray for you. So please drop us a line via our website or better yet, if you're local to Melbourne, drop in on one of our Sunday gatherings, 10 a.m. every Sunday in the hall of St. Barnabas Anglican Church at 86 Bourne Road, Bourne. Peace and love, friends. Have a great week.